0: Good morning to everybody. Blessings on All Saints Day. For those of you who don't know, I am Pastor Nelson. <laughs> I don't come up here often, but today we are going to hear from Bishop Litkin. Bishop Litkin is from Siberia. Many of you already know who he is, but he is the bishop of the Siberian Evangelical Lutheran Church, uh, which is the largest Lutheran church body in the world by land. But uh, on a personal note, uh, Bishop Lincoln, you know, he I was I invited him to my ordination, but he stood me up because not because he didn't like me, but because he was ordained bishop one week before I was ordained as pastor. So he's been the bishop uh, for the Siberian Evangelical Lutheran Church for about five years, a little while, five and a half now, I suppose. Um, but today he's going to share some uh, great things about what's happening, what the Lord is doing in Russia, you know, specifically Siberia. And uh, if you, I don't know if anyone's told you, but if you could finish by 1045, right? Think you could do that? Mm, maybe. Okay, all right, all right, here you go. <laughs> do, do you hear me I,
1: all right now? right I don't know how this equipment uh, is working. Uh, So uh, thank you very much for your hospitality and for a new opportunity for me to come to your church. And uh, it is my first time in in your new new building, uh, so uh, it is just too huge, I think, uh, let's say. (laughs) So, I understood and as I understand, I have very short time because it is not 1045 Moscow time, but <laughs> no. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but local, local time. Uh, you know um, I have a number of p- pictures uh, to show to you so you may uh, understand a uh, little bit better uh, how uh, our life uh, looks like and uh, what, uh, what it means to be Lutheran in Russia right now. Uh, probably some of you remember some of uh, presentations I made uh, before when I visited your church during previous, previous time. right now our situation right now the situation in our country changed a little bit in the bad way because uh, it looks like uh, our our economy economy is just worse, or maybe we don't have economy at all, but just corruption right now (laughs) in in our country. Uh, So again, uh, I I would like to uh, thank you for uh, your help to our church and uh, for your prayers and support from your side, because uh, our church is just extremely poor right now, and we need uh, to be uh, supported uh, so we can uh, survive uh, in our country so uh, as uh, uh, Father Marcus said uh, um, our church is uh, largest uh, Lutheran church in the world by the territory where we operate uh, so our territory uh, is uh, from uh, Moscow to Kamchatka it is about 6,000 miles uh, so, we, so we are really uh, largest Lutheran church in the world by by the territory generally territory of our country is is uh, is large uh, as you know, and we have uh, nine time zones in our country and our country uh, uh, I would say places or we have small uh, territory inside of europe and then in the Russian Far east, our country corresponds. Uh, uh, to American Alaska already, and probably you know that Alaska was also territory of Russian Empire, and uh, but then we uh, gave it uh, to rent to uh, United States. <laughs> 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 so and during during Soviet time, it was popular joke in Siberia that uh, Russian uh, scientists uh, found that. Not Alaska only, but Siberia w- was also given to the uh, United <laughs> States. But it was not. So uh, so uh, in, in Russian Far East, we are very close to American Alaska. And, and theoretically, you can walk from America to Russia because there is only ice there and it is easy to walk. Of course, Russian soldiers will kill you, but... Uh, <laughs> But anyway, there is a theoretical uh, possibility. Uh, um, uh, During my previous uh, visits, I told you about some history of Christianity in general and Lutheranism in particular in our country. Uh, You know that uh, history of Christianity is very old in our country. According to the church tradition, we believe that first Christian missionary who came into our territory... St. Andrew the Apostle was. Because during uh, his missionary travels, St. Andrew came into so-called Kiev mountains. Right now, Kiev is uh, a capital city of accidentally independent Ukraine, but uh, during all the centuries, Ukraine was part of Russian Empire. So we can say that in the middle of first century, St. Andrew came into Russian territory to preach uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, if you come to, to modern Kyiv, you still can uh, see uh, a very old church buildings. And I think the oldest church building that is still exists in Kyiv downtown uh, was built at 6th century, St. Saint, Saint John the Baptist Orthodox uh, Church. Uh, so Christianity is a very old religion in our country. And Lutheranism is also very old uh, Because first Lutherans came into Russia just after the Lutheran Reformation. And first Lutheran Church building was uh, consecrated in in Moscow at 1576. And Lutheran Church grew up very quickly inside of uh, Russian Empire. And uh, uh, 100 years ago, uh, just before so-called Russian Revolution that was held at 1917, About 10% of citizens of Russian Empire were Lutherans. Lutheran Church was the second largest uh, Christian church uh, in Russia. And uh, uh, there there were only two Christian churches in Russian Empire uh, that had uh, full rights to operate. Other uh, churches, like Roman Catholic Church or some post-Protestant groups, they uh, didn't have... uh, uh, freedom to, to work as uh, as uh, they can or as they want uh, because we didn't have religious freedom uh, during the time of Russian Empire and uh, so uh, only two churches Russian Orthodox Church and Evangelical Lutheran Church of Russian Empire had uh, permission from government to, uh, to freely operate in, in our territory so Lutheran Church had a lot of uh, church buildings, of course, and, and uh, shelters, and also some uh, apartment buildings where people live and they pay uh, rent. Uh, and uh, church used uh, this money for this money for her activities. But uh, but history, Christian history in our country, was dramatically changed at 1917 when group of terrorists or communists, it is about the same, they took power in our country. And uh, after that time, the uh, situation was uh, just totally changed. Just imagine that during the first four years of communism in our country, 360,000 of clergymen, nuns and monks were killed. Just during the first four years. And it was only beginning because uh, later... Uh, During uh, the time of uh, Joseph Stalin, uh, in our country, about thirty millions of people died in concentration camps. According to uh, modern statistics, uh, 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 nineteen difficult to say in English. uh, So, about twenty millions of people were sent into concentration camps. And about 200,000 returned back after Joseph Stalin died. And, and uh, plus, about 9 million of people just were shot. Uh, so, uh, let's say, in general, about 30 million of people died during uh, Joseph Stalin time. And this uh, number includes, uh, of course, uh, many Christians. Lutheran Church lost all her property till the end of the 30s. So all property was confiscated and uh, most of uh, uh, clergymen were arrested and sent into, into prisons. Some of them, they escaped in, into abroad, so they very lucky people, maybe. But uh, the last Lutheran uh, priest was uh, murdered in a prison at 1941 in Soviet Union. So we can say that Lutheran church uh, was totally destroyed at Soviet time. Uh, right now, we experience a uh, time of restoration of Lutheranism in our country but uh, anyway uh, Lutheran church is right now very small Christianity is, is in general Christianity is very small in our country according to uh, the statistic that was published by Russian Bible Society about 2% of uh, Russian people are visiting churches right now One and uh, among uh, this number A half are Russian Orthodox Church members, and uh, another half uh, are uh, members of different religious minorities, include Roman Catholics and Lutherans and the Baptists and and so on. So Christianity is still very small in our country, and uh, Russia is a very big uh, field for missionary work uh, uh, right now. So we have... uh, So uh, right now... uh, um, so this, uh, there is a territory where our church operates We have a parish in Moscow And uh, we have a, uh, a group, missionary group uh, in Kamchatka So you may observe uh, the territory where we live And of course it is a big challenge Because we need to travel every time And roads are uh, very funny in uh, in most of uh, Siberian places. And at the end of uh, uh, how say, this number of slides, I will show you uh, some Siberian roads uh, that we use uh, every time. Uh, this is only a, a picture that I found somewhere in Internet. Uh, I think it is a quotation from a uh, famous John Lennon song, uh, Imagine, you, you remember. Imagine, uh, he sang... And no religion, too, and for John Lennon, it was so simple to to think in such a way. no religion oh this is okay, but for us in russia no religion no religion means to destroy churches to kill uh, clergymen, and to send uh, laymen to concentration camps. <coughs> there are some uh, photos uh, of uh, of uh, Former uh, Lutheran churches in that we have in Siberia. Uh, in Siberia, all Lutheran church buildings were destroyed uh, during Soviet times. So this this was a huge uh, Saint Peter and Saint Paul Lutheran church in Yekaterinburg in Urals. This church was destroyed at 1937. And this is uh, a computer imagination how church building uh, can look uh, like if if survives. This is um, uh, St. Peter's uh, Lutheran Church in Irkutsk in Siberia. Uh, Parish in Irkutsk uh, was very old and uh, um, Parish included people who spoke uh, in, in about 10 languages uh, just 100 years ago. Uh, but uh, this building was destroyed in 1936. And this is a territory where building uh, located in the city of Irkutsk. And uh, it was interesting, you know, that in many places when communists, when they destroyed uh, churches, it was not enough for them just to destroy, but they needed to do something to uh, show that there is no God. So in, in Irkutsk, uh, they used uh, bricks from church altar to build uh, a basement for a statue of Lenin there this is um, uh, St. Mary's uh, Lutheran Church in Tomsk, I mean it was uh, uh, so this church was destroyed at 1936 and this is how uh, the center of Tomsk uh, look uh, like now so they still have a big statue of Lenin there and, uh, and uh, Russian Orthodox Church is just in just very close to the, this uh, Monument. Uh, if you travel in some remote places in Siberia You can still uh, find some uh, former con- concentration camps uh, When Joseph Stalin died in uh, 1953 Our government uh, uh, um, began to, to destroy former concentration camps Because they didn't want uh, anybody come for researches uh, and and most of archives are still closed, also. But anyway, you can find such uh, f- places where when you are uh, traveling in remote places in Siberia. Uh, this is one of our uh, last uh, uh, ordination. So you may see how ordination is. Uh, uh, I'll say. How we do ordination, uh, and as Father Marcus said already about his ordination, so I can uh, so in our church, uh, as it is common uh, in Europe, we have three levels of priesthood, and first level is deacon deacon is also a clergyman, so a person who gradu- who uh, graduates from seminary, first uh, he receives uh, an ordination into deacon. Uh, Ministry. then uh, he serves uh, for several year, years uh, as a deacon and church uh, decides if he is uh, ready to serve as a priest in Russia we do not use such word as pastor because in Russia if you say pastor it means uh, some Baptist or Pentecostal uh, but in Lutheran church we use uh, the word priest and, uh, and also people call their uh, priests as fathers It is common in our country. So in this this ordination, uh, you you see, so deacon is ordained as uh, as a priest, and uh, uh, bishop is ordaining, and uh, uh, several uh, priests are assisting him. On this picture, there are also two uh, clergymen from Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Uh, One of them is... uh, uh, is professor in the seminary in Fort Wayne, Dr. Timothy Quill, and second, Dr. Albert Colver. He is now the second person in Missouri Synod, I I think. uh, so. This is a new priest who was ordained And our uh, congregation in Novo-Kuznetsk, St. James Lutheran Church. Uh, We have um, a lot of uh, problems with... uh, Uh, church buildings of course right now because uh, all historical church buildings were destroyed but uh, we had uh, uh, we received uh, some uh, great uh, help from Siberian Lutheran Mission Society this is an organization that was organized here in America to support Lutherans in Siberia and this uh, this is a um, uh, big space on the first floor of apartment building that was purchased to, and uh, remodeled uh, to be uh, used for church needs. So uh, when we are traveling, mostly we are using trains in, in our country, and uh, everybody knows about the uh, famous Trans-Siberian Railroad that is going from west to east and and, uh, there is also branch of it uh, that is going to be Jin in China Uh, so many people mostly are using uh, trains because territories are very large and uh, in some places you cannot drive just because there are no roads there. Uh, To drive at winter is easier because during winter ground is frozen so you can drive but uh, when there is a summer time you can you cannot go through just because ground is very soft. Uh, in Siberia, there are still many groups of uh, Christians who are living in in remote villages. Uh, some of some of people there are living there because they were sent uh, uh, how to say they were sent there by government during Soviet time. So uh, there are hundreds of villages. Uh, where people are just living independently so they uh, live they don't uh, mostly their life is not corresponding with uh, life on the big cities uh, for example and uh, there are some places where lutherans are living and we need to travel uh, of, of course it is also very uh, big challenge and expensive but uh, but we try to travel uh, to some remote villages to find uh, lutherans and To uh, think how we can help Because every time we feel that we need to help To people who are living in some uh, remote places And uh, uh, life in such places uh, In some villages uh, that are uh, in hundreds miles from big cities Life is very bad And and as I said, it is worse and worse uh, every year for example, right now we have a congregation in a small village in Hakassia. Uh, they, in this village, there is no electricity anymore. It was electricity before, but people are so poor, they cannot pay for electricity. So right now, electric stations just cut electric electricity, and so their life uh, became more, let's say, natural right now. And, and our priest who serves these people, he every time he brings... Uh, uh, candles, rest of candles from church so they use candles in their homes So and of course it is just difficult to imagine how can it be in uh, in 21st century but this is what we have in our country so this was uh, the, the last travel that a priest from Novosibirsk did so uh, they drove uh, by this way and then go north and uh, it was impossible to go by car because, uh, because of condition of road, so he used, uh, uh, they used a military truck uh, to, to travel uh, north. And it was, it was about eight hours to, to, to travel, I think. So, but, you know, uh, and, uh, so, and sorry for quality of this photo because it was uh, done by cell phone. Uh, but it, there are people uh, in this village who came... Uh, people uh, who came uh, to uh, meet a uh, priest uh, who arrived to this village. You know, in, in, in another sense, we Russians know how to survive. Uh, <laughs> so this is our uh, long-time experience. Uh, and uh, just recently, you know, when, when I uh, and rector of our seminary, Alexei Strelsov, we arrived uh, last Friday to New York. And then I... Uh, uh, flew to Atlanta and he wanted to stay for one day in New York but then he stayed for a week in New York <laughs> and so and, and uh, because uh, airports very closed and uh, so just uh, it is so uh, he said it is a funny experience for him he, he finally when he arrived to, to Atlanta where, where I was uh, he said that it it was like he participated inside of uh, apocalyptic movie you know <laughs> Uh, so because everything was closed, subway and stores and McDonald's, so uh, it was it was interesting. And I uh, uh, remember it was a final Russian joke: Why uh, all hurricanes or storms? Why they have female names
0: <laughs>
1: like uh, Katrina or Cindy? They, it, it, they said it, uh, because they are similar to women who are. Who enter in our life uh, unexpectedly and bring uh, destruction? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, sorry, sorry. We in Russia we are sometimes male chauvinists. Uh, so, <laughs> so we are. So anyway, in, in Russia we know how to survive. So this, uh, there is a uh, one of big festivals in in Novosibirsk and uh, it, was, uh, uh, our, it was a priest who uh, came into our church from uh, another church body from the German church because he is a conservative person and so he, he cannot continue because of theological reasons inside of a church of German tradition in Russia so he was uh, rece- received or how to say in, into our uh, uh, clergy he, is, he did his studies In the uh, Papal University in Rome So it is very interesting education So, but, uh, so you may see he met uh, Pope uh, but, but he is Lutheran And he is a well educated man So now he serves in, in our parish in Moscow and this is one more uh, ordination, ordination of deacon. Uh, there is a, uh, Technically, there is a difference between uh, ordination of priest and ordination of deacon. When uh, bishop ordains priest uh, assistance, uh, they also put he, their hands. Uh, but when bishop ordains a deacon, only he... Uh, uh, put his hand on the head of a uh, candidate. Uh, historically, it, it happens because uh, in the early church, uh, uh, bishops ordain deacons, ordained deacons uh, for themselves. So deacons were uh, servants to, to bishops. So, so why there is still such a tradition? Some, some of our clergymen, right now we have uh, 19 clergymen in our church. So our church is not... Uh, beacon uh, number of clergy uh, this is our uh, parish in Chita in Russian Far East uh, there are some gifts uh, that uh, our parish in Novosibirsk uh, we collect um, some uh, gifts, some candies and some different uh, chocolates and fruits to, uh, to be brought into our uh, remote parishes where people are very poor uh, for Christmas uh, because if you, if you do not do it children just have nothing for Christmas and uh, of course it is it is very bad so there are some photos from different places where we serve people, uh, there, are ch- there are children in Hakassia in our parish uh, in Tuim in Hakasia so they also uh, received gifts from uh, Novosibirsk we have a lot of children in our parishes, and we serve to children, of course, we organize different programs and different uh, summer and winter camps for children. Uh, there are no children, but uh,
0: <laughs>
1: we also are Lutheran cat lovers you know so <laughs> it was uh, It was uh, one of uh, last uh, uh, how to say um, confirmation of uh, of children? Uh, so in in our tradition, we give confirmation for children when they are five years or older. But sometimes four years is also good because, of course, it it depends. So because I think, uh, uh, and and as I know, it is also common in your parish here, and and it is a very good practice because um, how can we? Expect uh, that our children uh, grow as Christians if we are keeping them out of grace. So I th- it is really important uh, to give uh, sacraments to children if you want them to, go- to uh, grow, up, uh, grow up as Christians. So, and uh, in, in our tradition, it, it is common, and uh, it is common also in some Nordic European churches. So, there are parents, they are with children because, of course, children are not, uh, how to say, independent uh, uh, persons. Uh, We have a special order of confirmation for children because, of course, uh, and and also we have order of confirmation of adults. They are different because, of course, we cannot ask children the same questions as we ask uh, from adults who join Lutheran Church uh, from other uh, Christian groups we cannot ask children are you sure that uh, Lutheran churches rightly uh, give words and sacraments sorry it is poor translation into English but of course it is not a question for children children are following their parents is that during
0: Advent? Huh? did you do that during Advent?
1: yes, yes it was, uh, it was uh, for Sunday of Advent uh, one, uh, a year ago um, because we wanted children to uh, take communion at Christmas service already, so we do not use uh, individual cups in our church. Uh, so it is not common in, in our country. There are some pictures of different uh, feasts. Is that Christmas? Ah, which one was that? This is uh, th- this is um, Easter service. Yes. And we have different uh, Easter uh, fairs, or how to say, when, when people bring some things, uh, and we, uh? no, 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 they, they bring it to sell. Uh, and, and money, we are, we are using money for, for support of, uh, mostly of support for homeless children. This is another church we have in, in Tomsk, St. Mary's. One more holy baptism. We have people from different ethnical groups in our in our church, and uh, of course services are in Russian. But we have two parishes in our church where we have also services in German. Different uh, pictures from different parishes. Again trains, so this is uh, we are uh, we are traveling, and you may see this. Uh, there is a yes, Siberia is, <coughs> is a very cold place, you know. <laughs> And temperature is going down. And what is interesting that name name of name of the, this uh, town is Winter. <laughs> so this is uh, Zima means winter. <laughs> most, when, when we are traveling, we are mostly using uh, third class railroad cars because it is it is uh, cheap. We and most of people are using them. So you may see how it looks. Uh, Beds on both sides, no, no any doors. So this is how most of people are traveling in our country. So people are sleeping uh, and have some fun. Uh, and still sleep. Uh, sorry, this is uh, how it looks, uh, but it is Russia. People are waiting for train. This is how, where you can buy some uh, American-type candies in Russia. So you may see civilization is coming uh, right now. So people are using laptops. There are some photos from our former, uh, our, uh, uh, how to say, uh, elections that we just have, and it is a big confusion. I don't know if you follow it, uh, it or not, but uh, if you count uh, persons. You may see, you may see that in it is one hundred one hundred <laughs> forty-seven percent. This is uh, this is. It was online in our country, so everybody. It is, but it is it is so bad, you know. I I cannot. We can when we are in Russia, we cannot criticize our government because it will be bad for for a church, and we must not criticize our president. But in reality, this is just uh, uh, how to say. It is just occupation Because uh, our parliament Or our president Nobody elected them They just did it uh, because they want to, to keep power Or to keep oil and everything in their pockets So this is, uh, this is a big shame We have in our country So again some roads There are still people Are using horses And uh, sometimes where, where When you travel you can meet such Funny uh, <laughs> uh, persons on shoulders. <laughs> so this is also how people are driving because there are a lot of. Uh, but uh, of course, it is not it is not fun because there are small rocks everywhere because uh, most of roads they are without asphalts, asphalt. So it can damage your car if you if you're driving, if you drive. And there is a famous road to to Yakutsk in Siberia. And so it looks like when, when there is no rain So now, rain And look on, on this truck So in, in many places, uh, remote places uh, people just put some wood on the road because uh, so it is easier than to, to drive There are such cars that we need, but we have smaller ones it means that uh, maybe it is a time to, to continue to drink coffee. <laughs> uh, <coughs> yeah, so uh, thank you thank you very much for your uh, uh, hospitality and your attention and uh, uh, again, I would like to thank you for the donations you give. It is really important for our church because we are we are extremely poor right now, and most of our clergymen, uh, they need to work during the week uh, because uh, church cannot pay salaries for them and I think it, it, and you imagine that it is very bad because uh, priests just have no time for rest. Uh, they just work and work and work and, and for me as for a bishop it is every time, it makes me nervous every time because uh, just life is uh, is bad and, and generally in our country it is just worse as I say it because Uh, there is a number of people connecting to our government who just have everything in our country, but ordinary people are just uh, poorer and poorer every year. So, and and I don't know how can it be uh, solved in our country, but some people say that uh, someday we will have civil war and then situation will be different. But until that... Uh, situation will be about the same. So year by year, people are just living uh, worse and worse uh, in, in our country. So anyway, if you want to uh, read more about us, please visit uh, Siberian Lutheran Mission Society uh, website. You may just type "Siberian Lutheran" in in, in Google, and and you may find. Uh, Different articles and newsletters about our church. Uh, so please, please do it, and thank you very much again.
0: Thank you. I take the microphone. We we'll pray. We'll All right, let's pray. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done